about this one? Sta stabbing disrupts anger management class at Bellevue College. Oh, man. <laughs> in, Hillsburg, in Hillsville, Virginia, a porn star by the name of Terry Weigel sued over a rear-end collision. <laughs> Here's one for you, Will. Scientists that kill ducks to see why they're dying. <laughs> okay. Okay. How about a squirrel in Guilford, Connecticut, found dead on the road? Man reported that a squirrel was running in circles on Davis Drive. He was not sure if it was sick or had been hit by a car. A police officer responded, and as he drove on the street, he ran over the squirrel. <laughs> hey, oh, I'm going that. Here's a good one. Mass murderer says detective ruined his reputation. Okay. Weight Watchers demonstrator shop with cup cupcakes in grocery store. Okay. Cops make arrest in bathroom after smelling crack. <laughs> Arizona psychic hit by car. And I quote, he never saw it coming. Federal agents raid gun shop, find weapons. Now that one's a real eye-opener. Okay. Okay. Yeah. New sick policy requires two-day notice. Okay. Tree farm owner accused of planting seeds in others. Oh. Prisoner facing 2,000 year sentence could face more jail time. <laughs> Tiger Woods plays with his own balls, Nike says. Strong wind blows Fiddler off the roof. <laughs> Homeless man under house arrest. Cops arrest white woman on warrant for black man. Man killed by condom. Now this one is freaking hilarious. A man accidentally killed himself by putting a condom over his head in a bizarre sex stunt. An inquest has Gary Ashbrook, age 31, found naked on his bed wearing the inflated rubber. Beside this, his bed, get this, was, what do you think? What do you think, guys? An inflatable ball. Well, what, what's your thought? Uh, I don't know, a pocket pussy. <laughs> Numerous cans of laughing gas. <laughs> no way. Yeah, okay. Here, here's, a, here's an earth-shattering headline. Scientists say most earthquake damage is caused by shaking. <laughs> Zombie-eyed woman dressed as a pig in a bathing suit arrested for what? Impersonating a police officer? <laughs> a DUI, of course. She must have been drinking at the liquor pig. Uh, so, liquor pig. Yeah. So. Here's this one. This one is unbelievable. Inventor killed by electric bum wiper. What? Electric bum wiper. The inventor was actually killed by his own invention, the electric bum wiper. I don't even know why. I don't want to know how he died. I just don't want to know that. Okay? No, we don't know how. Yeah. <laughs> I think I need to yeah. know. Yeah. Here's one. Experts say kayaking is hard when the water is frozen. <laughs> and last but certainly not least, and this is the one that has actually came out this week, sympathetic fans start GoFundMe for $400 million rapper Kanye West. <laughs> <laughs>
Okay. And still coming, I guarantee you, is 81-year-old Martha Stewart seen dating 28-year-old Pete Davidson. That's coming soon. So those are my headlines, guys. So, wow. yay. I know. Pretty cool, eh? I, I thought they were pretty funny. So we are going to revisit those headlines in another podcast. And we are actually going to get J-Man to do some research on, on his headlines. But, Jay, I know you definitely want to get into your biography on Jerry Matt Lewis. So, yes, but, uh, it, I'm going to keep it short. There's just so much on this guy. This okay. guy was... Everybody knows of Jerry Lee Little. Uh, he was elected. He was as big as Elvis, Johnny Cash. He was performing up until, I believe, three years and always the packed house. Now, he died. He was born in 1935, and sadly, he died in 1905, October 28, 1932. Now, this guy, his nickname was The Killer, and he was born in Chicago. His family sold their house to get like get this to buy him a piano. Wow. So sold their house. I mean they were they were poor. And anyway, first thing what? he does if I can interject yeah, go ahead. why did they call him the killer? It was it was um, well you've heard the Elvis thing where it was rumored that he was gonna shoot Elvis. Um, and he was That's, no, no, I I'd never well, heard of that. He, he showed up at Graceland and was going to shoot Elvis, and uh, that's where the rumor of the nickname started. Now, okay, he didn't have a gun in his hand; he had a gun in his car. As like, there's so much controversy on that. Like, nobody knows other than Elvis and Jerry Lewis what really happened, right? Like, no one else was there. So what? But he, he was he was pissed off at Elvis. Why? It was all well, okay. Jerry Lee Lewis had the biggest ego in the world. Okay, I mean this guy was an egotistical racist prick. But he was he was your, your, he was over the top. Um, it all depended on the mood. Well, Elvis Scott knocked him off of the number one chart. Great, great balls of fire dropped in 1957, and uh, he was pissed off at Elvis, and Jerry Lee Lewis had a drinking problem. Okay, this is just before the secret marriage to his 15-year-old uh, cousin broke in, in England. Oh, yes. Yeah, yes, yes, which destroyed his career for like 10 years. But anyway, <laughs> the, the, the killer came from school, and how it came, he was sitting with, in the, uh, I believe it was the office, at the, at the, and uh, here it is, I got my quote on it, quote on the killer, people think I'm called the killer because of my wild lifestyle, i.e. Elvis, and what it was is, is uh, kids, um, he got the name at 15 years old, leaving school, him and a kid, him and another kid, well, the other kid said, well, I'll see you later, killer. And without knowing at the time, Jerry Lee Lewis got suspended. So did the other kid. Both were beaten up the teacher. That's how the thing started when he was 15 years old. And uh, it wouldn't be too much longer after that because they went to a really religious school. And it wouldn't be too much longer than that that he got kicked out of school for the last time because he decided to play a, um, a song about... He, he wrote a song about Jesus, but 
played it in Boogie Woogie. <laughs> you know what Boogie Woogie was? It's like rock and roll. Well, rock and roll devil's music, right? So out you go, Boyle. And that was the beginning. But he, one of the very first to be inducted into the whole, into the uh, Rock and Roll Hall of, Hall of Fame. Um, he had a very tragic life. He was married six times. He had, uh, I believe his son, when his son was three years old or two years old, drowned in a, um, another, another was killed in a car accident. Jeez. His rock and roll career was destroyed because of his marriage, his cousin, which they were together for years, uh, at least 13 years. And they finally split up after, um, I believe it was in 1970, uh, because of, of the press. They just caused him hounding. And but anyway, he uh, ended up finding a new career in, believe it or not, rockabilly and country and western with other greats like uh, the great Loretta Lynn, who I did a biography on a little uh, a couple of weeks ago, and uh, George Jones, and you know other other um, uh, famous artists. So back to back to this jealousy thing, what you're telling me, because um, it sounds to me like basically Elvis is getting all the boontang, and Jerry Lee is settling for kissing cousin. Well, yeah, because what had happened is before is Jerry Lee, okay, Jerry Lee Lewis, believe it or not, did three things that no art artist of the time was doing, okay? He was an absolute groundbreaker. He played the piano as a main instrument. Phenomenal. Phenomenal never, pianist. Nev, never been done. Never, really? ever had been done. No, it was always a, a background instrument. Was that a natural gift, or was, or, or was that was that, well, that was his his uh, instrument. Of he was a pianist. Number two, he f***ing played with his really. Yes, I'll get to a story about that. And uh, I'm not gonna whitewash wash it because, like the media does today, because for one, he was a racist. Um, he did not like Chuck Berry uh, because Jack uh, Chuck Berry was black. Correct. Okay. okay, and I'm not gonna whitewash it. I think he was a fucking prick for it because Chuck Berry was awesome. But anyway, he also wrote his own music artist. Even even uh, it wasn't until later years that Johnny Cash started writing his own. Did he uh, have any kids? Did he have any kids at all? Um, he had three. Two were killed, and I believe he has a daughter left. Yes, his daughter, um, Jerry Lee, Jerry Lee Lewis the third, Jerry Lee Lewis Jr. were both killed. Lori, Lori Lee Lewis is still alive. That's his daughter. Okay, um, that, that is fun. Fascinating. Yeah. Stuff. This gives you an idea of his ego. He did in 
there is so much information on this. Like, uh, he met, um, oh, I don't know her name. I don't like her. Can't stand her. Um, uh, she's an, she's an artist. Well, that's what they call her. Um, Janice Joplin. I can't stand her. Anyway, she, uh, at her tenure, uh, at Janice Joplin's, uh, tenure, uh, uh, high school reunion, she introduced Jerry Lee Lewis to her, uh, to her younger sister. And Jerry Lee Lewis said to her, you know, you wouldn't be that bad looking if you'd stop trying to look like your sister. And Janice slapped him across the face. Wow. And Jerry Lee Lewis backhanded her across the face and said, if you want to fucking act like a man, I'll treat you. That was the kind of fucking guy he was. So how did he die? That I don't know. I can't find anything on that. It just says that he passed away quietly. But I mean, he was a hard, he was a hard drinker. Um, he was a drug addict for, a, for the longest medication, like uh, prescription drugs, which destroyed most of his marriages. Um, you know, he, he was uh, you know, he was one controversial guy. I mean, even <laughs> but you know what? For for every show for the last twenty years that he ever did, sold out. He sold out stadium. Oh, that's good. That's really good here. That's pretty enlightening. I didn't I didn't know much about the guy's life. So, um, oh, yeah. he. He, he hated the movie. <laughs> Dennis Quaid, right? Yeah, he hated it. Dennis Quaid hated it. He, he hated it. He said uh, it, it was all lies. <laughs> it's not my story. That was their story. But anyway, I want to know what Will has. I want to hear about this grocery thing. Why are my groceries so expensive, man? <laughs> Your groceries are so expensive because Russia is one of the leading producers of nitrogen. And... The nitrogen is used to grow a lot of crops. So farmers are, you know, you're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't. If they want to purchase the nitrogen, you know, it's going to cost them more. If they don't want to uh, purchase it, 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 like, they lose out on crop, right? So either way, the bill is going to be more expensive. Now, I don't, I don't know why, like, when you Google, uh, Google up the leading uh, nitrogen supplier right now, China, I, I think, is first or whatever. But ever since Russia started war with Ukraine, they have brought in restrictions, and that's basically why we are seeing what we have today. Is there's actually a document that goes into this. It. Uh, well, no. Yeah. What's up? What I would like to know is why are we even dealing with Russia and 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 the Ukraine? Uh, in, 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 this, in this sort of thing. I know this is really going to affect grain and uh, farming in Canada. So, uh, why are why can't we be why can't we be manufacturing our own? So like, I uh, going to these countries. I I don't have an exact answer for that. However, there is one factor that that is always like that, that comes to mind right now, right? And and that factor is the expense, right? So. From everything that I was seeing, at least, it was cheaper getting it from Russia. Now, now we have to get it from other countries that charge more money. And and you know, nitrogen it it takes up not just your fuels, your fossil fuels, your your gasoline, um, all that stuff. So now now we see prices coming down, and food bills are are, are still like astronomically. And that is that is a direct result of what we today so like yeah canada right now well no depending on where you are in canada but 
we well Alberta. I'm I'm not I, I like our growing season's done, right? So these other oh, yeah. these other countries are needing to supply us. They just don't have well either they, they, they don't have enough so they so they charge more or it costs them more to produce it, right? And right. like like something that, that you know, is is gonna be hard to understand as well, like this gets into the talk of where the oil comes from, right? And uh, like the U.S. doesn't really use their own. We we don't use our own oil. We 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 sell our oil to other countries and use other countries' oil. Right. But you know, it's it's that's that's the creation of war, right? That's that's why war happens. Now, if if someone would ask me why uh, Vladimir Putin attacked Ukraine, I have like there's there's a number of theories. But when you go down the rabbit hole, none of them really fit that criteria, right? So, like, um, there was this talk about uh, a virus lab. Putin want to control, you, you know, it's just, like, you know. There's always a conspiracy theory. Right? Always. Right? Um, I and I, I'm a firm believer that out of every ten conspiracy theories, usually around, and it usually takes a long time for it to, to Everything went up by um, 13%. 
Well, what gets me, it's, it's, it's almost like this has all been planned. You know, the pandemic wasn't working. Okay, all, all that was happening was people were getting pissed off. Yeah. So they needed something else. You're completely right. It, like, I don't know any better way of explaining it other, uh, other than that. You know, it, it, uh, it, it really, really shows on the bills. And, you know, this, this, this whole, if you want to call it pandemic or pandemic, right? So, like, the, the PCR tests were, were only meant to test, and, and this is true, and I can send you a video. Were, uh, the creator of the PCR test admitted that this test was meant to test for anything on anybody, which meant that even if you had a common cold or if you had cancer or anything of the abnormal, abnormality, it, it would show positive. And this is, this well, that's is, right. This is why, uh, like, uh, a lot of people say, oh, like, this is, this is, this is Well, you know, and, and, and then you get into uh, thinking of, uh, man, I can't remember what they call the, the engineering of this with Dr. Fauci. Oh, that guy. Yeah, um, yeah, I can't remember. It was, um, anyways, the, the virus had, you know, it, 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 this, this entire thing is, is just, like, scary for most folks, right? So, under, you know, and, and during this time, people uh, in power are going to take advantage, right? So, you know, you got, you got nitrogen that's, that's through the roof, so that reflects on the, on the, um, on the entire industry. And, and that's not just like, um, that, that's not just like your extras, that's like your essentials. And so, right, does that, just interject guys, does that urea include our death that we have to put in our trucks? So, you know, you just have to use the fuel from, like, normally, uh, like, diesel and to create nitrogen. So the more diesel it, it, it costs, or more gas it costs, um, the, 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 the higher the price of nitrogen, you know, will reflect on your bill because the, the farmers are going to have to cost somehow, right? I thought urea was pink piss. Well, <laughs> urea? Right. Yeah. Mm. Isn't it, Jake? Correct me if I'm wrong. I am not sure. No, no. See, in 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 the form of urea or ammonium ni uh, uh, ammonium nitrate. So yeah, you know. Well, uh, ammonium nitrate is, is urine. Yeah, basically. So yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. And guess well, what? Well, I just googled. I just I just googled it and it says no, it's not made from pink. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Okay. All right. Cause I, I was just kind of thinking how uh, Putin was involved with pig piss, but I mean he is pig piss, but you know. Yeah. So and 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 like the, 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 this momentum carried into 2022. So right now in 2023, we're we're seeing like I don't want to get anybody's hopes up, but um, okay. we're seeing what looks to be uh, the cusp of everything. However, if uh, it depends, uh, like. I don't want to get too controversial, but it depends what Russia decides to do, or you, you know, like I don't understand. Okay, if something doesn't work, okay, someone once or wise once said, repeating the same thing and ex expecting a different result is exact definition of insanity. So why the f would you do it? So with that being said, if if exactly. if if supplies ended up failing from Russia, why don't we f get it from somewhere else? Exactly. As so a, and, we don't and, pay ten dollars for a f***ing four liter of milk by uh, mid March by next year. We should be paying about ten dollars because we don't have cows in Alberta. I guess. 
They're gay. They're, didn't you know they're they're L L G B T Q cows? Oh boy. <laughs> okay. All right. They're all, they're, all, they're all they're all male cows. I know where this is going. So let's let's get into my <laughs> okay. Let's get into my movie review. Um, I on my days off I saw an amazing movie called Maverick Top Gun. And we won't talk about Jay not watching it. I know you guys are all going to go, Boo, are you kidding? What, what rock was Jay living under? Um, we won't talk about that. And we won't talk about Will, I don't even think he saw it either. But I'm going to do a review that'll be so damn good that you guys will just salivate at the prospect of sitting down in your lazy boy chair naked and eating popcorn and watching this movie. I don't want to picture anybody naked. <laughs> <laughs> not any of us three. Okay, so, was it worth the 37-year-long wait? That's how long it took to put this movie out, if you can believe it. Um, my answer to that is a resounding yes. This movie delivers on all accounts, several times over with a lot of heart. The first three minutes, you see, set the stage and never lets go. From there on, the movie just keeps on getting more and more awesome as it takes you through a nostalgia-filled thrill ride that keeps you on the edge of your seat. So first of all, the sequel makes the original and then some that much better. Take it from the F-15 jet fighter Super Hornet wing of one of the most memorable 80s movies, Top Gun, of course, it delivers impeccably. Okay, there are the usual Navy concepts of friendship, loyalty, romance, and even some chick flickiness added into the movie. Honestly, one of the best action drama sequels, guys, I have ever seen. And ask my wife if I watch a lot of fucking movies when I'm home, she will tell you a resounding yes. So, Tom Cruise, he just rocks the big screen with a supporting cast that chews up the scenery as well. You'll see low-altitude flights, airborne dogfights, where Cruise actually puts you in the fighter pilot seat with a front windshield view. This time, the student Maverick is now the aging teacher. There is, of course, his love interest, played by that hot beauty and Jennifer Connelly. However, this time around, we don't get to see the gratuitous take my breath away song scene with hot, sweating bodies. Thank you, Kelly McGillis. Hey, Tom Cruise as Pete Maverick Mitchell is now summoned to perfect the hard skills of a funny young team of young, cocky, skilled fighter pilots. And, of course, you can expect some Navy names, flight names such as the Take No Prisoner Attitude Hangman, played by actor Glenn Powell. The storyline um, is the, uh, the, the call signs I'm referring to, by the way, okay? Phoenix, described as a sassy extrovert who has the weather and bulldoze through all the barriers of young female fighter pilots reborn from the ashes, played by a Monica Barbero. Payback, played by African-American actor Jay Ellis. And this recruit places great emphasis on taking revenge and getting even, but does not want to be in anyone's debt. Fanboy, played by the Latino actor Danny Ramirez, meaning he had almost near-perfect encyclopedia memory. And of course, you have to have a technical best weapon expert named Bob. Just Bob, played by another guy named Louis Pullman. Okay? <laughs> yeah. So, how it goes is you got a particular group of pilots trying to improve themselves and be the best that they can be to achieve a near-impossible mission. Returning as Pete Maverick Mitchell, Tom Cruise, 
hits all the right notes in full circle. His emotional delivery of his character that has seen his journey from being a young cocky upstart, I feel the need for speed, Top Gun reference of course, Maverick is now a seasoned veteran that refuses to let father time and age kill his rebel spirit. You won't forget his line when Ed Harris, also another actor in the movie, remarks, your kind is headed for extinction, boy. To which Maverick replies, maybe so, sir, but not today. Sure, there was plenty of super gas-fueled testosterone USA high-fiving action, as you would expect. You only have to watch the original Top Gun and pick up on that, and this one follows that theme exactly. The cockpit cam perspective and aerial acrobatics actually induce as much adrenaline as the 1986 version. It absolutely brings home the intensity, the focus and concentration required by the top dog pilots in real life. Some of the flying sequence were almost in virtual reality with turns and bends that actually had me moving instinctively, bobbing my head in my lazy boy chair as if I were a top gun pilot myself. Father Time has also caught up with Iceman, played by the iconic Val Kilmer. The scene of him, uh, them meeting up in an old fight buddies as two former adversaries was it's, it's actually unforgettable. And if this doesn't move you to see them as now close friends, and then when you see what actually happens, it's a real tearjerker. That's all I'll say. Okay. The back and forth dictation of Maverick and actually actor John Hamm is uh, excellent as well. I might add, uh, he's uh, he's kind of like the Maverick's uh, uh, number one enemy because uh, Iceman um, is uh, now retired. So, and then Maverick's nemesis, the son of his best dead friend Goose, aka ER's Anthony Edwards, his call name is Rooster. Played brilliantly by Miles Teller. This, this kid's amazing. His mannerisms, even the mustache look, uh, definitely remind you that this is Goose's son. And he can even sing Jerry Lee Lewis's Great Balls of Fire, I might add, Jay. He's very cool. Very, uh, that himself, he actually sings it. Okay? Wow. So, yeah. All the flying hell scenes, which we, we call them hell scenes because when you watch it, it's like the, the planes are flying through this canyon and you're just going, ah, oh, ah, oh, right? Um, you know, um, they were actually shot in uh, real U.S. Navy F-18 Super Hornet, for which all the cast had to be military trained for that you know, nine, uh, mind-numbing process, okay? Oh, by the way, Tom Cruise, he has an actual pilot's license allowing him to fly such aircraft, including commercial jets. So eat your heart out, John Travolta. Oh, well, yeah, he's quite felt that guy. Yeah, he sure is. He sure is. And uh, he, he really rocks it on, on this movie, I tell you. In conclusion, I love the comparisons between Hangman, who kind of resembles Iceman from the original Top Gun, and the competitiveness of Rooster, obviously, as uh, uh, you know, a budding Pete Maverick, uh, you know, from the original movie. So on a scale of seven air fresheners, guys, I give Maverick Top Gun seven out of seven. All righty. And there's your review. I don't know. So, and you, said, but you said you said one thing that just kind of makes me know. Are you kidding me? What? Chick flick. Well, I didn't want the first one. Dude, it's not a chick flick. Dude, I, seriously. It's, it's not. Like, I don't like a western where the guy gets the girl. Because he usually kills about 20 people in shootouts getting to the girl. 
it, it's for giving mouth to mouth so that your lips don't touch. Oh, okay. And and you do that, like, um, so you don't touch the junkie's mouth. Yeah. Wow. Now, um, I got to put up with these motherfuckers, you know, threatening fucking old people, um, robbing you fucking blind, break into your houses when you're at work so that they can get a fix. You can't do nothing because can't, BC has the uh, Mental Health Act, which pretty much means that uh, if you got depression, you can get away with anything. It's fucking worship. I've had enough. Yeah, that's 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 really over the top, man. You know, now you can tell me, and I've heard it all. I was abused. Me and Daddy were were mean to me. Daddy fucking sexually abused me, so I had to turn to drugs. You, you lying sack of shit. That sounds good to the doctor. Don't bullshit me. You went to a fucking party and you fucking did it because your friends did it. That's the bottom fucking line. That's why people smoke. That's why people drink. What did Caitlin, what did your daughter say? And Caitlin, what did she say? She must have been like, I'm just curious to hear what came out of her mouth. She doesn't even know what the fuck it is. Oh, really? Really? I went to, I went fucking sick shit. Yeah, I, 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 I am really, I, 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 I am, I, you know, and hey, uh, all these, all these people that are like, man, I'm going to get hate mail over this. And you know what? Fuck yeah, I don't care. Bring it on. You, because I, you, I agree. You, know, really you want to walk around with a hundred of these in your fucking pocket? Fine. You pay for them and you fucking use them. You know, I'm not doing it. Right now would be the time to address. Uh, the, the government in which, you know, uh, it does not surprise me that Vancouver, because the Vancouver mayor is a f***ing idiot. He, like, like, where, 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 where do you get off thinking that opening up drug centers for people to go and overdose in is, is a good idea? Oh, oh, it gets even better. The federal government under liberals with hand in hand with, uh, the BC government, the commie pinkos, we have... I think they're a million bucks a piece, and I think there's four of them in Kelowna, full-size outfitted bus for these f***ing The shoot-up buses. <laughs> yeah, come on yeah. shoot up on the bus. You know, a lady, uh, an elderly lady in, in Kelowna was attacked a couple of weeks ago with a f***ing hammer by a, one of our, you know, endangered species, and no charges. Because he's ill under the mental health. Yeah. yeah, well, yeah. Wow. So you know what? All you bleeding hearts out there, you pay for it. You administer it. You take care of them. Because I'm not f***ing doing it. And this is a good time to actually say that if you guys are pissed off at what Jay is saying, email us. Please. I don't we care. dare you. We dare you. Okay. I'm so sick and f***ing tired. I, I am sick and f***ing tired of my paycheck that I work real f***ing hard for, getting less and less and less and less, because I gotta pay for more and more and more useless people. Uh, I agree. And so, Jay, you wanna just give your freaks and geeks your uh, email out there, buddy? It is letter J, Patrick Moore, 70, at gmail.com. Yeah, and as, as normal, we do welcome all your comments, whether they're negative or positive. Okay, you can also email Will at willgive1988 at hotmail.ca, and you can also email me at uh, bws 
Bob Water Sam underscore Bear Holdings at Yahoo.ca. And um, if you don't like something we're saying, you let us know, and we'll bring it up on the next podcast. We'll definitely make you uh, a woman attention. Oh, we will make you famous. Absolutely. So, yeah, I, I, that's pretty shocking stuff. I mean, I'm, I saw that picture, and I'm just dumbfounded. Well, what I'd like to know is, okay, I'm an adult. I don't even know how to f***ing use this. And who, who, who um, mandated that? I will tell you right now. I can f***ing see it. The BC Center of Disease Control. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Well, yeah. if you guys feel that strong about that, then also send your complaints to BC's Disease Control and tell them you heard it on Highway Freaks and Computer Geeks. Because we will definitely back that craziness that we're seeing right now. Uh, or I shouldn't say we'll back it. We're actually against it. But we're, we're, we're still against it. So yeah, the, it's, the, it's the, the war on drugs, too, was, was designed heavily to keep the jails populated so that uh, these places could make money. It's literally just a, a money grab. Same with the, the naloxone. It's, it's pronounced naloxone. Because people... That, uh, it, it, what we have is a, is a catch and release system, and the system isn't broken. It was f***ing built this way, and I wish people would see this. Well, that's right. Always comes down to money, whether it's a good thing or not. And I know, Will, you're going to be talking about safety features on the next coming podcast about uh, vehicles and big rig trucks, and I can't wait to hear your summation on those things. Yeah. So, Will, the... Um, are you done there, Jay? Uh, I don't want to... I am done. I am done ranting. I am done pissing off the liberal population. Okay. Yeah, there you go. It's kind of it's kind of like... Um, I'll just interject for one minute. I just heard this today. <laughs> this is going to make you laugh. The city of Edmonton has now upped the bike lanes to $1 billion. That's a B. Billion. Okay. And, and because they want to be like Vancouver... Okay, um, news flash, Sochi, um, it snows six months of the year. <laughs> I've been there and it's like 45 below. Yeah, yeah, no, no, they've actually, they're gonna, they're, they've upped it to a billion dollars, and this idiot mayor of Edmonton is actually going to do that because he wants to be like Vancouver. Well, you know what? It doesn't. Get minus 40 with 10 feet of snow, so she so grab a brain. Well, yeah, well, Vancouver, I mean, it snows what maybe a, a month, there's a month exactly in uh, well, January, January is pretty bitter, um, but then the end of the uh, middle of December ish, it gets a little bitter. Oh, but by the way. I don't know if you heard this. Elon Musk is actually he's going to lay off seventy percent of Twitter. Seventy <laughs> percent. Yeah, like yeah, he's actually set up layoffs. He's actually going to lay off seventy percent of Twitter. I that's pretty comical. I think that's just that's, great. I think that's fucking awesome. Yeah, I support Elon Musk on, on Twitter, man, because I'm telling you, we are going to be on Twitter again real soon. They took away our Twitter green card, but we're going to get it back, and we will be yeah. on Twitter. And we will be talking all about stuff. We'll be back. We have a word from our sponsor. Okay, so we're back, and I know Will's got some more interesting computer feed stuff, so take it away, Will. 
Yeah, so I get asked a lot if I can help with password reset on things, and I, I just want to give a tip to everybody that's listening. So some people don't know this, but if you open up your browser that you, you know, log into everything with, which is usually Google Chrome, and you go to the top right, there's three dots in a line that you press. If you press when you press those three dots, a drop-down menu will appear. And if you go down to, uh, I, I'm gonna say 80% of the way down, it'll say settings. And when you click on settings, it'll take you to a new section where you can click on autofill, and autofill will have your password. I gotta ask you something about passwords, because I have my my stepson. He uses the same password for everything. Is that wise? Well, see, here's the thing. I'm glad you brought that up because now I can bring up a, a website you can check if your passwords have been compromised. If they're compromised, no, I would not suggest using them. I do not suggest... Well, some people think it's easier, and I mean, you're, you're doing a risk there, right? Like, it's a risk. But a lot of people don't understand how easy it's hacked to get in, right? Yeah, if you go to haveibeenpwned.com, that's uh, haveibeenpwned.com, you can enter your email address there, and it'll tell you if your passwords have been linked in any of the databases around. So, like your apps, like your My Fitness Pal, Facebook, whatever it be. There now, so there is one of these sites available now. Com- a little bit of common sense and logic, you'd be able to find a website that hosts those leaked passwords. Okay, so this is a danger. Doing the well, having the same password for everything. When you have the same password for everything. If it happens to be a leak password, one of like 10 leak passwords, then I mean, you're probably gonna be a little bit f***ed, right? <laughs> to, to put it bl- uh, bluntly. But um, there are, on a daily basis, there's hackers uh, that do bounties. And, you know, they, they use sites like Shodan and stuff to, you know, hack into whatever port, you know, they feel like hacking into that day. If like, so for instance, uh, SSH is. I believe port 22, uh, then you got FTP port 21, you got, uh, you know, and, and, and these are all ways, like when I say FTP, that's file transfer pro- protocol, so somebody could, you know, send you a little malicious gift, uh, but, you know, there are links, so yes, there's phishing links, but there's even worse links than that, and they're called beef links, okay? She's beef links. Oh, I got, I got another... Yeah, Sorry about so, that. So, I, got a, I got another question. Okay, hold on. These beef links, they, like, the phishing links only grab your IP, but the beef links hook your browser. So, what I mean by hooking is, like, it grabs everything. Like, after you click on it, you're it, you're done. It, it logs every keystroke, every key, every password, you uh, like, a lot. A lot of information you don't want to, you know, give out. But I believe you had a question, Brian? Yeah, you, um, I think you talked a while back on one of the podcasts, I might be wrong, yeah. but you said there's an app to put all your passwords in it. Now, isn't that dangerous? Yeah, well, yeah, it is kind of dangerous. If, you know, a lot of these companies don't care about security, and it, it, uh, a lot of people are like, well, they have to hack my phone to, to blah, blah, blah. You know, well, it doesn't take much. It really honestly doesn't. And if you have your passwords in one one section, that's literally a hacker's dream. They they go in, they see, hey, there's Brian's passwords, oh, let's click on it, you know, and every single one of them are, are in there. No, I, I, like, me personally, I don't keep a password manager. 
I uh, I don't even keep my passwords written down. If I remember them, I remember them. If I don't, I don't. Right? But again, if I tried read, that, my my phone got locked out. <laughs> I will never do that again. Bad idea. Yeah, I wouldn't recommend. No offense, Brian, but I wouldn't recommend for people with short-term memory loss to put a pin in. You are safer, far safer, putting in a fingerprint or using Face ID. Now, these do also have exploits, but uh, the chances of you coming across somebody that that uh, wants to take, you know, well, I guess I'm I'm just gonna say, it, take a piece of tape and you know, copy your fingerprint and put it on there. I mean, that sounds a little bit. You know, intense, but, you know, if they were dedicated enough, they, they could do it. But, in all honesty, to get in your phone, yeah, you know, you don't want to forget your pin. <laughs> you don't, you, you always want a backup if, if that's the case. Well, you know, I think I told you, um, that lady at Mobile Clinic, uh, Sarachi, and thank you very much. I still love that lady, what she did. Absolutely. Like, literally, I put a lock on my new phone, my Samsung S21, and, uh, it, royally screwed me and she literally had to go into my phone and she was she's amazing i'll tell you how she did it exactly but um she got 90 percent of the pictures back unfortunately i lost the uh, rock concert pictures of the uh, stadium tour but i got my buddy to send me the picture so i was pretty happy about that okay that was fascinating well that was absolutely uh, uh eye-opening and um yeah, I, I quite enjoyed that. So, something has invaded my family. Um, my stepson uh, got his diabetes under control. And then, um, about two weeks ago, uh, my wife got uh, diagnosed with diabetes. And uh, as part of uh, being uh, the good man that I am in our relationship, I decided to do some research on it. It has run in my family. Um, I've actually had grandparents die from it. I've had aunts and uncles have it. And uh, I just thought it was better to get educated. And I don't think a lot of people know exactly what diabetes is. Uh, so I'm going to go into it. Uh, first of all, more than one in every 10 adults who are 20 years or older can get diabetes in type 1 or type 2. Okay, and for people over 65, these odds actually um, go up to one in four. For type 1 diabetes, the average person has around a one in 200 chance of developing it. Type 1 diabetes is actually worse than type 2 because it's an autoimmune disease. That means there is no cure. And it also involves taking artificial insulin by using one of two methods, injection by a syringe or needle or actually an insulin pin. That's like an EpiPen, okay? Um, type 2 diabetes is usually controlled by diet and proper eating habits, although it could involve a weekly or daily insulin pill depending on the severity of the diabetes. So, what is diabetes, you ask? Okay, simply it's described as a chronic condition in which the pancreas produces little or no insulin. It typically appears in adolescent children and Insulin is a natural hormone the body uses to allow sugar, which is glucose, to enter the cells to produce energy. Type 1 symptoms. Feeling more thirsty than usual. Urinating a lot, including night times from 11 o'clock till 7 o'clock. Okay? Feeling very hungry and being irritable and mood changes. Um, also feeling fatigued all the time. And here's one I didn't know that... Uh, is a, another factor is blurred vision. It 
can be related to family history or genetics, such as geography. Uh, diabetes tends to be higher as you travel from the equator. Isn't that interesting? Really? Yeah, and if I can interject for a minute, did you know that Alzheimer's is type 3 diabetes? No, I did not. Yeah, Google it's it. It's actually up. a form of diabetes? Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, type 3 diabetes is also known as Alzheimer's. Wow. Right? I did not crazy. know that. That is crazy. Um, so complications with diabetics. Over time, this condition can affect major organs in the body. They include the heart, blood vessels, nerves, eyes, and kidneys. Let's start with the heart and blood disease first. Diabetes increases the risk of some problems with the heart and blood vessels. This would include coronary artery disease with chest pain, angina, heart attack, stroke, narrowing of the arteries, arterial sclerosis, and high blood pressure, nerve damage, neuropathy. Um, too much sugar in the blood can enter the walls of the tiny blood vessels, the capillaries, that feed the nerves. And this is usually true in one's legs, which can cause tingling numbness, burning, or pain. It usually begins at the tips of the toes or the fingers. It spreads upward. And um, poorly controlled blood sugar could cause you to lose all sense of feeling in the affected limbs over time. Damage to the nerves can affect the digestive system, which can cause issues with nausea, vomiting, diarrhea, or constipation. For men, oh, this one's a good one, erectile dysfunction can be an issue. Now, that one I didn't know. So, I'm kind of rethinking the candy with the, you know, um, Rocky, you know. Definitely. I don't want to hear about you and your blue pills, man. <laughs> <laughs> so, back to kidney damage. The kidneys have millions of tiny blood vessels that keep waste from entering the blood. Diabetes can damage the system, which can lead to kidney failure or end-stage kidney disease, which can not be reversed. Um, once it happens, it happens, and you've got it to the end of your, your, your dying days. Eye damage. Um, this condition can also damage the blood vessels in the retina, part of the eye that senses light, commonly called diabetic retinopathy. This eventually can lead to blindness, and it also increases, increases the risk of other serious vision, such as cataracts and glaucoma. And uh, I can remember my grandfather had both those issues, and um, he was a severe diabetic. Now, foot damage, this will blow you out of the water. Poor blood flow in your feet increases foot complications. Left untreated, cuts and blisters can become serious infections. Also, this can lead to removal of the foot, removal of the toes, and even amputation in the legs. It can also turn the gangrene and kill you. That's what happens to Debbie's Debbie's, um, man. And she was diabetic? She got wow. on her pink oh, Yeah, it started with a stubbed toe, and it so, ended up killing her. So it gets worse. Mouth conditions. Diabetes can lead to gum disease, dry mouth, chronic bad breath, okay? In pregnant women, it also can lead to miscarriage, stillbirth, and birth defects into the fetus, okay? Symptoms of low blood sugar levels for diabetics. Now, this is interesting. You got dizziness, you got heart pains, you got fast heartbeat shaking, sweating, nervousness, or anxiety, and a huge one, irritability or complete confusion to comprehend normal sentences from another person. To combat this, drink a glass of orange juice or even have some chocolate. You'll feel better in 15 to 20 minutes later. Isn't that crazy? That's how, that's how, high that, how fast that can react, okay? Um, 
symptoms of high blood sugar levels in diabetic diabetics, completely kind of a bit of the opposite, causes vomiting, excessive hunger or starvation, extreme thirst, rapid heartbeat, and vision problems. Now, the way to combat this is to take fast-acting insulin or exercise, which will lower your blood sugar levels, okay? Solution, eat a constant diet of whole grains, fruits, vegetables, and lean proteins. If you're a major candy person, okay, like me, okay, or you have a sweet tooth, the solution is simple. Drink six to eight glasses of water per day, which helps glucose flush out your blood, and this will counteract the sugar and get your body back to normal. You can also drink seltzer water, green tea, herbal tea, or unsweetened coffee. Vegetable juice is very good, and soy milk is a really good alternative. And soy milk sucks, by the way. I've tried it. I don't like it. Um, that's like that's like having lactose milk for your cereal. I'm sorry, guys. It doesn't work. Um, worst choice foods for diabetics: fried meats. This is this is what this is this is going to be very interesting when I I go home on days off because I won't be able to cook these meals for my wife like I I've I, 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 you know I I've wanted to do. Higher cuts of meat such as ribs. Oh my God, pork. Bacon, regular cheeses, chicken with skin on it, like KFC, Popeyes, Mary Browns, as examples. Deep fried fish, tofu, um, beans prepared in lard. Best choice for diabetics. Fatty fish such as Pacific salmon, excellent source of omega-3. Okay, Greek salad, blueberries, beans, any type of baked fish, I might add. Apples, nuts, grapefruit. Broccoli, raw tofu, uh, asparagus, yogurt, tomatoes, carrots, spinach, oatmeal, including pure oatmeal cookies, which I might add, if my dog ever becomes a diabetic, he will stay alive because he will survive on grandma's oatmeal cookie. So, yeah. <laughs> very true, extremely true. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a very serious disease. It's a, well, I won't call it disease is a strong word. Uh, condition. Condition. Um, and um, it really throws uh, one for a loop when they get it because immediately they think they can't have all that. My stepson, my stepson has got it so under control and he's now teaching my wife um, how to better her life and cook, you know, heart-smart meals and, and diabetes induced meals uh, that, are, that are good for her, right? Well, as far yeah, as that goes. Um, might I suggest you, uh, you suggest adding in uh, omega-3 fatty acids in meals because type 3 diabetes was defined as scientists by being such because there's dysregulation in the brain cells of insulin, right? So it just, like, is a chain reaction going to happen. Well, I can tell you this much. When I go home, I am going to get that little crick on the finger and get tested. There's no doubt about it. You know, everybody says, oh, you're the one that's going to get it. And then, you know, my wife gets it and uh, all hell breaks loose. And trust me, all hell has broken loose in the last couple of days. Um, you know, and I understand, I understand her, you know, um, concern and the fact that she can't have some things. Um, like this woman would literally have two pots of coffee a day and she's down to four cups of coffee, small cups of coffee. So uh, that's pretty impressive. I mean, she is taking it seriously. And I just wanted to let the freaks out there know that, 
you know, this type of thing does happen. It's very common, but you can still have a normal life. So don't lose your cookies, uh, you know, to coin a, a cliche, because um, there is a better day tomorrow when it comes to having this this horrible, horrible condition. Yeah. For- so that's all I got to say. Okay. Hey, man. Before we get into the last part of the. Uh, podcast, have you got anything to add to anything at this moment, sir? What with the diabetes, a lot of people develop depression. And they do. That is a kind of a pretty f***ing serious combination. Because not only, like, people, like, there's a lot of fear behind uh, diabetes. And it's unwarranted as far as I'm concerned. It's, uh, I mean, there's so much information out there that, you know, and you don't even know if you're getting the right information. Well, you you actually right. have something to confess right here. I have depression. I've had it for years. Um, and uh, uh, it, it's brutal. Even with even with the medications. Like, and I'm on a I'm on a pretty low dose. Um, I still have days where, like you know, my passion's fishing, and just to go is really hard. But once I'm out, once I'm out of the house, I'm fine. It's getting out of the house. And of course, um, that can affect your marriage. It can affect your relationship with your daughter. It affects your job. It affects everything because a lot of people, um, and I've I've seen it firsthand, um, oh, he's, he's just f***ing lazy. Or she's just a f***ing lazy bitch. No, she's not. She's depressed. That's the first sign of depression. You don't want to do the all. Well, look, look at the most, famous, the most famous celebrity that was depressed, and who would have thought? And this one just knocked me for a loop. Robin Williams. Yes. Um, and, but sadly, he hit it. Yes. That's another thing. Guys, talk about it. Yeah, talk about it. Yeah, well, it's it's um, different than than guys should talk about lots of things like, um, you know, you know, uh, like shingles. There's a good example, right? Uh, don't get out of the too much, but guys with shingles, and they they never even mention it. They don't even tell people. Like, well, good example. You know, I'm the worst because I'm always fine. Yep, that's true. You know, it's but it's upbringing too. Um, growing up, it's you know. Gonna walk it off. <laughs> Put me in the game. Put me in the game, coach. I'm good. Suck it up. You know. Yeah, man. That's right. Suck it. Well, yeah, because you know, um, back when don't cry, you were see. When, when we were growing up, they GI Joe the girl, uh, GI Joe the boys, and Betty Crocker the girls, and that's exactly what they did. You know, we had, boys had to be tough, uh, and girls had to be uh, little dainty little flowers, little hands. And I know that uh, for you, this podcast itself is therapy for you. Oh, yeah. You guys have given me an audience, and uh, I get to be a jackass. There you go. And I love to be a jackass. How about you, Will? Do you, do you suffer from depression? Yeah, actually, um, without going into too much details, my, my, my whole family, like, kind of does, you know. my um, I, um, I have a very big beef with the mental health institutions and the doctors peddling well, a doctor, which is, you know, a dealer with herself. The doctors peddling all these prescriptions, man. They, they peddled so much to, 
you know, unfortunately, my half-brother, which then ultimately ended up committing suicide, left behind an entire family, right? Um, yeah, I'm to hear that. Yeah, and myself, right? Like, there was, um, there was, there was a lot of things that I, I, I had to deal with by myself, and sometimes, man, uh, people going through depression, they don't, the, the, the reason why they, they feel alone, even though they're surrounded by people, is because they don't want to be surrounded by them, they just want to be alone, that's all they want, and... You know, it, it gets to a point where um, they, they're they not thinking positive. Everything's gone to shit, right? But you always have to remember that uh, what is coming will pass every single f***ing time. And here's the thing. This coincides with, with the theory that, you know, in school, uh, we take lessons to get to the test until we get to, uh, like, real life scenarios where we take the test to learn the lesson. And this is something we have to keep in mind, too, because... You know, um, it may seem like a battle at, at that time, but, you know, when you look back on it in about a year, you're, you're probably going to be laughing about it, right? So, being able to talk about it, though, would, you know, uh, take a lot uh, a lot of stress off of, off of these, these guys, right? Sometimes they, they, they're already gone through, you know, or even female, because, uh, like, everyone goes through it. At some point, man, like, you can tell when somebody is depressed. You literally walk into their house, everything will be a mess, or sometimes it, it doesn't even show, right? And they, they deal with, some people deal with it internally, and others deal with it externally as well. So, you know, where, where one person is going to be, you know, sitting in their bed, the other person might be going out and yelling at, you know, the next cashier that, you know, happens to the moth, right? It's, right. Uh, it, and I don't know if you if you've heard, I don't know if you've heard, Will, but... Young people right now entering the workforce, depression is up like astronomically than it was ten years ago. Yeah, well, I mean, let's let's put the um, you know the revenues into perspective, right? They're they're like no, a three thousand uh, dollars a month job is no longer good money, like you consider now. With, no. Now with pay, uh, you pay sixteen hundred dollars to rent, so you're having to pay out of your two-week paycheck plus a little bit out of your four-week paycheck just for the rent and then you know you got your wife and your kids possibly to worry about and then you know people start feeling like failures because they can't provide for their families but uh well you, you know what I, i'm going to touch on it r right now there are some solutions uh to these these money issues and uh a couple of they all involve drop shipping, but it's not like you have to set up a website or anything. You just go to the store. It's called Digi, uh, and I'm not sponsored at all. It's called digistore24.com. You sign up, you make a profile, you uh, select what market you're interested in. So if you're a female, you might want makeup. So you go to makeup, and these companies will give you links to their products. You take those links, you post them on uh, places like um, uh, not just Telegram, uh, what is that picture app that that that, that all these people do? Uh, Google Photos? No, it's um. Oh, Snapchat? Snapchat? No, no. Um. Uh, I, 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 Google I, Shop? No, it's 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 Pinterest. I'm sorry, it's 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 Pinterest. So. Oh yeah, Pinterest. Yeah. yeah right. So so all you gotta do is is pay. Uh, the dollar it takes to connect your card, uh, to make sure it's a real card, obviously. And then, uh, they give you a link. What you do with that link is, um, you, you, you go to that app I, I just mentioned. And 
you you know you go find a picture say it's, it's in makeup right so you go to google or whatever you, you, you take a picture of that makeup and so it could, could be any makeup you post that on uh, on there and you, you know you post the link uh underneath that picture and uh it'll it, it'll tell you how much you get paid and Anybody that clicks on that link, you not only you get paid for the clicks, but you get paid for the sales too. So the sales could be anywhere from 30% to 50% commission. So you can literally, um, if if you you have a well, you don't even need that that many viewers, but whoever's viewing your stuff, you, you could literally be making money as, as you sleep, and this could be like residual income for right. So I I could help your depression. Right. Yes, it, it could because it, it, that, uh, who knows that that little bit of like I don't know maybe to start out you're making fifty to hundred extra a month. That's that's enough uh, for uh, some food, you know. Um, and 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 the thing is, you can keep doing this, and you don't have to pay hundreds of dollars to host a website. Wait, wait. A or you, you could smell a, you could smoke a joint and stay on syrup. Yeah. That'll help your depression. You know, yeah. you know, I love that. You know, I love that. So, yeah. One of the biggest things I think that's contributing to depression in the uh, um, the young kids, the young, I don't want to say kids, uh, the younger people coming into the workforce now is school systems. Okay? The school systems for the past... <laughs> I thought you said school systems. <laughs> I was going to say, whoa. Okay. From kindergarten, from kindergarten <laughs> to grade 12 and into university, they're told they're, they're told they're wonderful, they're told they're special, they're told all this stuff, and then they get into the workforce where guess what? You're not special. <laughs> yeah. Um, you're, you're, and, and I really don't think these kids, well, all these young people can cope. No. Especially, you know, the whole system. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit, man. Well, well DJ, the, the, the school system, I, I, I mean, I, I'm pretty sure you can agree, was, was built to, you know, train these students to, you know, be, be factory producers, basically. You know, single file, well, yes, this, yes. single file, that, you know. Yeah. Yeah. They. they I. I mean. They, school. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. School does teach a, a lot of good stuff, like science. You know, biology, math, physics, that kind of stuff. Right. However, for real life scenarios, um, I, at least for myself, I noticed that when I got out of school, I started learning more. Yeah. I. I. I learned way more out in the working world than I ever did in school. Some of the topics in math in school are absolutely asinine ridiculous. There's no ever, ever, not one chance an employer came up and said, okay, Brian, I want the square root of 64, and I want uh, A plus B plus C plus D equals square C. Like, that f***ing shit was the dumbest shit, and I don't even know why they're still teaching it to this day. And they are, by the way. I see. I feel like they're assuming that we're gonna be like some some sort of architect or something coming out of school. But let's face it. Like ninety percent of the people we went to school with are, are like like are still the same place they were twenty years ago. That's right. True. Very true. Right. So like, I knew. Teach some actual life skills here. Teach to teach the kids what taxes are. 
because there are so many kids that want to open yeah. up businesses, and they're like, what are the, what? I have to pay what when I'm 18? <laughs> yeah, what? They take 30%? Really? Yeah, right? Wow. Well, the thing, the, the thing being is, you know, when I'm at work, the hardest math I've got to do is go is convert from metric to U.S. standard. The U.S. standard. That's it. Yeah. It's the only math yeah. I ever use. Well, well um, we, no, no, we use adding and subtracting. Let's face it, we can use that. But that's that calculator. That's what the calculator's for. <laughs> well, there you go. That's I don't so true. Paper. Smartphones these days, man, they're just at your hand, like, they're ready to use, calculator, oh, you, you can't cheat in class, okay, you know what, you can still have your, your smartphone and still use Google, but no, no cheating in class. <laughs> How about long division guides? Like, well, I would like to witness that, sir. I would like to go back in time to my grade 8 math teacher and punch her right in the f***ing teeth. Oh, boy. She said that I would never, ever, ever have a calculator in class. Right? What the f*** are the kids are doing now? Oh, yeah. They are just got calculators in class. They got iPads and, and notebooks, too. <laughs> I know. You rotten sack of shit. We're going down quite a, quite a memory lane that we that's, that's That's the thing I get out of. That's that's called a bad memory lane. I remember when when, when when I first got suspended for trying to use a Casio calculator. <laughs> Do you remember? Well, you wouldn't remember them, but when I was a kid, uh, watch calculators came out. Oh yeah, I yeah I I remember, Do you remember my, those yeah, things. My, my my dad had one, and uh, it, it, I I don't know. I was like, dude, how do you like those buttons are so small? How do you even like two plus two? Yeah, you use a pen. You had to use a pen to use. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Okay. Yeah, fucking stupid things. So, um, as you guys know, or may not know, if you've just uh, downloaded this podcast, I've been reading a book, uh, uh, out of a book that I wrote called Temporary Satisfaction uh, from a character, Jasper Stevenson. Now, this is a guy that I met way long time ago and this is his life so as i'm reading the book it's told by him okay so we'll uh, get into chapter two and chapter two is called wakovia wonderland that is what it's called okay so bear with me here as i read it for you Okay, away we go. In my sixth year of 1970, I made it to grade one. Same year that Richard Nixon was president of the United States. He had ordered an invasion of Cambodia, which increased the war in Vietnam. But the U.S. voting age was still 18. The big news in the music business was the Beatles were breaking up. Meanwhile, the largest ever rock festival was held on the island of Wight. 600,000 people inhabited this tiny place in only four days, which was six times the normal population. It was billed as Britain's Woodstock. Some of the biggest names in music history were The Who, The Doors, Supertramp, Chicago, The Murphy Blues, also jazz musician Miles Davis and country crooner Chris Christopherson along with Jimi Hendrix. By the end of the year, he would have died of a barbiturate overdose along with Janis Joplin, but it was the heroin that actually killed her. The Brits made other 
introduced as the Concorde made its first supersonic flight flying at an astonishing 700 miles per hour and 1,127 kilometers per hour. And in regards to flight, the Apollo 13 mission to the moon incident also happened. What could have been a fatal disaster for three astronauts, James Lavelle, John Swigert, and Fred Hyde, turned out to be a victory when they splashed down in the Pacific Ocean near Samoa. Consequently, the Boeing 747 made its first commercial flight from New York to London carrying 332 passengers and 18 crew members. This revolutionized air travel along with the commercial airline business. Jumbo jets could now carry up to 550 people during one flight. These massive planes reduced the amount of flights needed to transport the same amount of people on smaller planes, thus helping to control the enormous volume of air traffic. Nuclear weapons were making headlines again after what happened in the Japanese cities of Hiroshima and Nagasaki on August 6, 1945. These two bombings killed between 129,000 to 226,000 people as the direct result of the United Nations creating the Nuclear Non-Proliferation Treaty prevention of the further spread of nuclear weapons along with creating them. This promoted peaceful uses of nuclear energy by 43 nations cooperating with each other in the safe development and proper use of it, achieving unimpeded worldwide general and entire disarmament. Meanwhile, Pierre Elliott Trudeau was on our Prime Minister, was, was our Prime Minister in Canada. But the big news was that the VCR had been invented, changing the way that people watch TV and movies in their home. Nevertheless, my new teacher, Mrs. Anderson, although I was now reading without much difficulty, I was still finding it hard to follow directions accurately, plus still needing that extra special attention. I was also having problems with printing on the lines and talking to myself a lot. If I was given too much to do, I got frustrated with myself and just sat there being moody for the rest of the day. My problems in mathematics started to surface here with a lot of frustration. As my home life, I guess it was considered normal for that era as mom and dad were always both working to pay the bills. My mom also worked part-time for my grandpa Stevenson in his catering business at Harvey Woods. My dad was an architect assistant who was instrumental in designing fire trucks. Our neighbor, our neighbor Julia, was kind of like a big sister to Chuck and me. You see, Julia was the type you could play checkers and monopoly with. A real tomboy of sorts. Furthermore, Chuck and I would always get invited to visit the household to have tea, whole sausage and cake. Julia's mom made the most scrumptious and tasty yellow yeast cake from scratch. In fact, all their kids ate everything homemade. Nothing ever came out of a box or can. If truth be told, my neighbor's daughter, Fallon, was my first boyhood crush. She was always the one I heard about from a younger sister, Julia. My Polish princess told me all about her teaching French in Montreal, Quebec. It always sounded so mysterious and far away to me. She was probably my first puppy love relationship. In my eyes, she was the striking green-eyed goddess, but the problem was she was rarely at home. When she was, though, I was going to her literally, following her around her home like I was her shadow. I have a very few sad and even frightening memories as well, living by those fairgrounds to tell you about. One day, a terrifying incident happened. I had been playing with my Hot Wheels in my sandbox like I had previously done on those real humid days. The forecast was for overcast skies where the clouds were dark and foreboding. My mom was in the house doing the laundry and my brother Chuck was taking his afternoon nap. I was all by myself in my backyard when nobody was around. 
Next thing, it started to rain, but I continued playing my sandbox, lost in my own little world. It poured even harder, and a large crack of thunder was heard rumbling near me. I looked up into the sky, and a long bolt of lightning escaped out of the clouds, hitting right from where I was sitting. That electric coil split the tree right beside my sandbox, and apparently I screamed so loud running back into my house. My mom told me that I sped right in the kitchen with wet pants, and it wasn't from the rain either. Another terrible memory that I will never forget happened there too. It was the sudden tragic death of my beloved cat, Tinkerbell. The worst part about it was it occurred around the following Christmas. Tinkerbell, like all cats around the Christmas tree, were very curious and swiped at the icicles with her front paws. Her target was hanging beneath the tree until the tiny shine, the thin tiny shards fell onto the carpet. Then she ingested them, probably thinking they were cat treats. They wrapped around her tiny intestines, which in turn put intense pressure on her heart, thus cutting off the blood supply quite quickly. This was an extremely painful and excruciating death for that animal. I relate this story to let all you pet lovers know out there and realize the danger of these heart stoppers. If you don't have pets, maybe you'll have a small infant or toddlers instead. Don't let these shiny heart killers come between you, your most loved pets, and your own young children. I can't forget the day I buried my beloved cat, Tinkerbell. It was under that old virgin tree that lightning had torn asunder. I'd wrapped her limp body in a rag and placed her in a shoebox with a short note enclosed in it. These were the words that I wrote. Dear Tinkerbell, I loved you very much. Now I'm without you. Signed your master, Jasper. On a more humorous note, I do recall being the neighborhood showboat, whereby we had an old black iron steel monkey bar set that my dad had made for us. He had salvaged the iron from one of the Harvey Woods plants and had a buddy of his weld them together for him. Around the end of every August was when the Stockwood Fair came to town, and it so happened that we lived right across from those busy fairgrounds. My dad charged about 25 to 50 cents for fair customers parking on our property. They got out of their cars, and I was sitting up on those monkey bars, swinging and hanging upside down on occasion. Most of the times I fell on the ground, landed on my butt, or even on my face. It hurt a bit, but because I had a captive audience, I was the center of attention. I made the most of it. What is life without showmanship and risks, right? In fact, I was always trying to be a movie star. In my second book, Sidewinder, I'll delve into our short-lived attempt at the business of modeling and acting as well. Most kids have problems when they start school, and I was no exception. One of my biggest hang-ups was telling time. I always got the big hand mixed up with the little hand. That specific problem haunted me right up until around grade six or seven. Many times I was teased and even ridiculed for that problem of mine. It's a good thing I've always had thick skin when it came to situations such as those. I thank Timex for the invention of the digital watch and helping me to master the art of telling time. In fact, upon my seventh birthday, I received a watch and never had problems telling time from there on. We would like to thank all the highway freeners and our emails if you would like to contact us. Rise email is bws underscore fairholdings at yahoo.ca. Jay's is jpatrickmore70 at gmail.com and willgive1988 at hotmail.ca. If our listeners have any questions at all about anything that has gone on in the subjects, either mine, the Bry Guys, or Jay's, feel free to send us an email. Tell us what you thought about our parts. And if you would like more information, uh, we would be happy to 
assist that. And on that note, we will see you on the next visit of Highway Freaks.